Welcome to the Compile Podcast. This is a show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. My name is Nick. I am the host of the podcast with my good friend Jasper. Hello. In each episode, we'll have a topic, and the goal of the episode is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. So this week, we are talking about something a bit more serious than、uh, the week before.、Uh, but before that, let's sort of just chill out a little bit because we just came in. Yeah, I think everybody listening to this probably has an idea of what's happening. Uh, uh, just to re, just to echo、uh, the personal points, just wash your hands and make sure you don't like touch your eyes and whatnot.、Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a pretty good、um, document on the BBC network that shows you like. A lot of the like personal tips that you can、oh. use to protect yourself, but、uh, take care of yourself and、uh, don't go outside. And just just practice basic hygiene, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> we we actually got noticed、uh, recently that we are、uh, strongly advised to stay at home and、yeah. not go to work, which means that the next few weeks of my productivity is gonna drop like. Uh, to ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wish the university would do the same. I'm a bit concerned at this point.、Mm. But I think I think that the students are just slowly, slowly、uh, taking down the university on their own. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, you are more outdoors than than me for sure, because you cycle and also you you walk around uni quite a bit、yeah. than me, right? So I I just stay in the building and for the day.、Uh, yeah. Um, what's the what's the feeling among everybody? I mean, it's it really depends. I feel like the Western people are way too chill right now.、Mm. Um, I I'm I'm always a fan of being just cautious enough. So just wash your hands, but don't go full panic. Um, but some of the some of my Chinese peers have just literally flown back to China、uh, out of fears of the virus. So that might be a bit extreme on the other side. Uh, you know,、yeah. I I like I like sitting in the happy medium.、Um, don't hoard food, but do wash your hands. That kind of okay. Then, don't then, steal the toilet paper. I don't know what's wrong with people, but honestly, <laughs> I've been I've been racking my brains about like why would that? I I I cannot I cannot come up with a logic line that would justify, you know, hoarding toilet paper. I I reckon no, I don't know. Like one person just bought more toilet paper than normal. And I think that's just a chain chain reaction. Yeah. I I honestly don't know what people are thinking buying hordes of of soil, but yeah, it's the the strangest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I I can see you know, for like, disinfectant or or um wet wipes and whatnot, but <laughs> toilet paper seriously. Like... What was funny was the first day that they restarts、really、hoarding stuff, they they bought all of the pasta, all of the toilet paper, but they left the canned food aisle completely untouched. <laughs> Which is like the one aisle you do want to be in. Yeah. I'm. I'm honestly. I'm so puzzled right now. So um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have been buying some stuff at home. I've, I just, I've bought like a decent amount of pasta and rice. Just you know, if, in case we are we're in for the long run. Yeah. No. I. You know, we always have a kilo of rice on hand, and I. Every time I go to the store, I just take take back one extra can of beans. You know, ah, but you know, I'm I'm not gonna go out and fill fill up a shopping cart full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I know just, what you mean. It's a bit, it's a bit ridiculous.、Mm. Honestly, you know, we do live in a first world country, as far as I'm aware.、Mm. I'm assuming that if everything goes south. Yeah, we're recording this in London right now, and、uh, I I don't think there has been like numerous reportings uh, uh reports on confirmed cases in London, but not in. I at least I I don't remember seeing a a very. Clear note, clear report that says this is happening in London. I, I've seen like yeah outskirts of London, uh, or somewhere close by, uh, like uh in Brighton or somewhere else. But uh yeah, yeah. but I'm sure that it's it's in London now. It's、uh, it's a matter of time. You need one infected person on the tube, and that's in the entirety of London gone. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I I do try to stay away from the tube. That's my one. I I mean yeah I yeah, guess yeah. that's easy for me because I have a bike but yeah, yeah. I really try to do that. I was I was chatting with a friend uh from work the other day and they went, oh did you wear a face mask today come coming to work I was like no, and they and they just looked at me and went, huh okay, 
but it's, it's the tube. I was like, ah, oh, I don't take the tube to oh, work. Yeah. I work to work <laughs> on a very isolated road, and um, uh, you know, you know my work route to work. It's yeah, like yeah, behind it's the canal. canal. Right? Yeah, it's behind the canal, so it's it's very narrow, which means there's a lot, a lot of people, and yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been quite peaceful. I mean, honestly, as long as nobody's coughing directly in your face. Yeah, I I did yeah. get a bit. Uh, scared uh, this one time on uh, I think I was at the intersection just waiting for the lights and the old lady next to me started I, I won't say violently coughing but coughing quite noticeably <laughs> and and I went oh alright <laughs> every, every now and then I, I choke in my food uh, and I just I just like try to signal to the people around me I'm not sick I'm just choking <laughs> it's like it's yeah. a little hard to oh I did something like that as well I was uh, this is this is such an embarrassing story I was um, I was trying to clear up the last bit of my tea um, the other day and you know sometimes because uh, I bought tea by you know by uh, by the bunch and there's sometimes like little powder dusts yeah. that, that comes with the tea and I was trying I was just trying to like get it off and then I accidentally inhaled some of it and then started sneezing because, you know, these are like, if, you, if you're if in a situation, you will sneeze as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I did it at the office and everybody looked at me when, oh, there's a Chinese dude sneezing like in the office. What's going on? Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, all in all, just be careful and make sure you, you um, yeah, just as Jasper said, you know, exercise uh sensible hygiene for yourself and uh for your families and yeah i think it will be fine i'm actually yeah my my girlfriend actually stay uh is staying in china right now and yeah she's been through quote unquote through mm-hmm. this um this uh pandemic now so uh, you know i i've i'm confident that you know we we're going to be all right yeah i'm i'm not too worried I'll see it through. Okay. Uh, so turning into a much more ominous note. Uh, can, we, can we get more ominous? <laughs> is the question. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I so this week's topic is anxiety and how you know how one can deal with it. This um, the genesis of this topic was a couple weeks ago, when uh, when Caprice when, when my girlfriend is. Uh, is job hunting and because of coronavirus there's a lot of you know stagnation in terms of getting the process through um, you know you, you weren't able to see people face to face and which means which makes interviewing a little bit more difficult and uh, she was quite anxious about all of this stuff she was like oh am I gonna get a job I'm gonna be like slack off at home and blah 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 and not blah 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 they're valid concern, uh, concerns um, but yeah, it, it just rose up to me that, you know, these, you know, anxieties can really sneak up on you. Uh, and if you if you are just like unprepared for it, sometimes it can be a bit more uh, hard to deal with. I've, I've also had lots of friends who have had panic attacks happening to them. I've had one too, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when I thought I lost my wallet on, on the taxi. Mm. And with all my bank cards and my IDs and whatnot, I was oh, like, yeah. in in a foreign country, and I was like, I'm gonna die here. <laughs> yeah. I'll find my body in a ditch yeah. somewhere. But yeah. No, I think everybody, well, a lot of people do have to d- deal with anxiety at some point in their lives, uh, especially in like the kind of circles we've been in. You know, university. There's automatically kind of a yeah, kind of a expectation that you're performing at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, that does stuff to people so, yeah. yeah I mean I remember at least in Edinburgh it wasn't too intense it was like oh you know you should you should always do your best uh, that's for sure but yeah. uh, no one's gonna quote unquote like judge you too much no that's true but, but you I've seen yourself, so. yeah I've seen this somewhere else I mean growing up in China <laughs> uh, and also somewhere uh, when I was um, when I was ex- on exchange uh, in America I also saw like some of these kind of stuff and yeah it, uh, definitely academics are 
you know a good source to to bring you anxieties especially for like because even in academia you have like deadlines and whatnot yeah yeah it's fairly high pressure in terms of workloads and yeah yeah Yeah, so it's uh it's something everybody has to deal with and actually dealing with it is not so simple Mm -hmm. Um, this is also very true uh at work for for me myself it actually wasn't too bad of late, but sometimes when when we do get um, projects with external deadlines that are, you know, uh, expected to be there by not just by you know the company but by the general public, then you know there's a there's a certain amount of responsibility on you, and that could be that could be a great source of stress. And uh, uh, I experienced this not too long ago. I won't say what it is, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it, I'm just happy I got through it. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but, but to go back to the point, I think you touched on something quite interesting where you said like lots of people have to deal with anxiety at some point in their life. And actually, I think, you know, it's something we can expand a bit more on uh, where it's I think it's fair to say anybody would have had anxiety at some point in their life. Uh, it's just some people have dealt with it a little bit easy, uh, a little bit better, or they just a little bit more. I don't know, carefree uh, <laughs> type of person. Uh, yeah. But yeah, which which kind of sort of leads to my point here uh, of you know. First of all, to in order to deal with something, you must acknowledge its existence, right? Yeah. So you have to say, okay, there's a I'm 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 feeling stressed. Like that's the first uh, that's you know acknowledging it is the first step of you know sorting it out. Does that? Yeah, yeah. no, that's 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 exactly it. We in, in I don't know if there's something similar in English, but in Dutch we have a saying, um, a good start is half half the work. Uh, and like how's that starting. Say, how's that? Uh, how do you say that in Dutch? A good begin is half work. Okay. Any um, Dutch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no. So, but I, I think, I think that's actually very true. Like you, as long as you don't acknowledge it, it's not gonna change. And taking that first step in acknowledging it is, I think, um, probably the single most important step you can take. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen sort of two, uh, how should I say? I've seen two bad outcomes that could come from not acknowledging it. Uh, one is you, you literally do not know about being like you cannot acknowledge of yourself being stressed and um, and sometimes this leads to uh, I don't know if this makes sense it's like stress of being stressed it's like I'm worried that I am worrying yeah yeah, yeah. I, I actually do that yeah I think, I think probably everybody does to some extent like if you de- if you dealt with anxiety at any point in your in your life and the second you get stressed, you instantly just go, "Oh God, yeah. here we go again." Yeah, um, which really like it, it compounds really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a it's a reinforcing. Uh, yeah, it's like a da- downward spiral, which yeah, it's not not exactly fun. Mm-hmm. And the other uh, the other one is uh, you know, once you don't acknowledge being stressed. You don't actually like know this be this thing uh, that's depressing inside you, and uh, and then you are just sad for no reason, and then you, this grows longer and longer, and you become sort of accustomed to it. Yeah, there's um, yeah. I I've heard from from people with like proper depression before that actually a lot of people don't find out they're depressed. Mm. You know that how they're feeling is not normal mm-hmm. until way down the line. Yeah, uh, which I'm assuming also kind of applies to anxiety, where you know if you've always felt kind of that way, and if that always pops up, then you just start assuming that's kind of normal. Yeah. Um, which I mean, to some extent, it probably is normal, but that doesn't mean it's good, and you should just accept it. I mean, it it is normal that you that you uh encounter stressful situations, but you know it's definitely not normal that you are stressed all the time. No, exactly. It's like a string cannot be taught like. Uh, the whole time it's gonna like snap at some point Um, you know don't go that don't go far down that route also Um, you know (laughs) talk to people see see doctors and yeah uh, uh, yeah, but I think there there is a point being made that you know after saying that okay I feel 
I'm stressed out. Uh, there's anxiety in me. Uh, but that's not that's a good start. But we should sometimes dig deeper in that, right? What exactly is is causing me this stress? What exactly is causing me this anxiety? Um, and just a matter of thinking it through sometimes is not enough. And from from my for me at least, uh, narrating it out is so. Um, you know, writing it down, or or saying it out loud to people or to just to yourself. Also,、yeah. it it it's just a matter of expressing it out, um, so it becomes explicit. And, yeah. You know that has that has been a um, a great uh, you know, a great step in terms of dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think anxiety or a lot of these problems are probably very deeply rooted usually. Um, and and finding out what it is is not is definitely not straightforward. And actually, writing down like you, I I've got like a little notebook, you know, whenever I'm feeling. I mean, that's more in general. Whenever I'm feeling not on top of things, I just、mm-hmm. kind of write write it down in that book, and it just kind of reframes everything.、Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually feel like if you ever go to um like a psychiatrist, I've never been to an actual psychiatrist, but those those types of people, um, I feel like. You're probably doing ninety percent of the work, and all they're doing is asking like the right questions to keep、yeah. you talking. So actually, you know, all, a lot of therapy is probably more self therapy than you realize.、Mm. Um, so so all that is, is probably actually a really really good way to yeah. I realized kind of like get to that root. Yeah, I realized a lot of the stuff that we're talking about that you can probably get it from like a proper counseling, but it's just these are the uh so the tips that we have or sort of. Uh, the the points that we have here are sort of distilled from our own lives and yeah like I'm I'm by no means an expert on this but this is what I've always felt yeah how, how that works it it has worked for us、yeah. and you know we think it can work for more people and、uh, especially in you know in this industry、um, there are you know common grounds that can be reached、yeah. it's it's a industry it's a it's a weird industry.、Uh, That we are in for for computer science, it's partially、uh, engineering or very logic based、yeah. that you have to you know keep a clear head, but also a lot of times very、um, creative, right? Because because you have to come up with、um, ways to to solve this, and、um, you know that that is more closer to say、uh, to like architecture. Yeah, it's actually you actually get the the full. Kind of, if you compare it to building things, which I guess、yeah. is, is a natural comparison, you kind of get the full thing where you do、yeah. everything from architecture down to the nails that hammer,、mm. or you know, depending on what your exact role is. But you're you're gonna be involved with all those steps, whereas an architect will probably never see a nail.、Um, I don't know. I've never I've never <laughs> been an architect, but <laughs> sorry, any architects are listening. <laughs>、yeah. I mean,、yeah. that's very true. The,、uh, so you know, being in this industry. Uh, what we thought that you know the the anxieties that comes with it that we've experienced, uh, are you know in a in a way more, uh, reflective to, a lot of other industries, right?、Yeah. So for creative industries, for you know, writing, uh, or singing or like composing or something like that, uh, or to a bit more logic based uh industries such as, uh. Engineering,、uh, yeah, just typical automobile engineering. or stuff like that. Yeah.、Um, so yeah, we, so the that's what that's why I thought you know it's a it's a good chance for us to to sit down and talk about this stuff. We might we might reach anything、um, too significant. These are probably st-、uh, tips that you've heard from elsewhere as well.、Uh, but we just thought you know it's nice that we can we can pair it with. Some of our personal experiences, and you know, now then it would make sense for,、uh, for our audience to to absorb it and、yeah. incorporate、uh, if needed. Yeah, maybe, you know, this these are always a bit niche, or topics that people don't talk about,、uh, and making it a bit more human, and approachable. I don't know if we can if we can even do that to some very minor extent. That'd be great. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, and also, just to make sure we cover this as well. Like, I in no way we are saying, 
there's only stress from like work or your or your um or your uni or something there, there's stress from like uh from just being yourself like from life really yeah and um you know these type of stuff are can be dealt with in a similar way and uh one of the things that happened to me uh, a while back not recently but a while back was i think j- just at the uh the edge of graduation when when my student visa is expiring and i need to work out a new visa at the same time trying to sort out the uh the employment contract and also uh, also my actual studies that i need yeah. to finish in edinburgh and that was a lot of that i think that was the that's probably the one time i actually snapped at my parents i was like nope this is this is so much stuff and yeah. Uh, and yeah so you know don't step at your parents, by the way. And uh, <laughs> sometimes they deserve it. I'm just gonna go out and say it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but still, like, um, you know, getting through. But I managed to go through it in the end. Uh, you know, through help of friends, uh, through help of families, and uh, just about just by like reading a lot of stuff. And you, know, this is this is quite hard to talk about, honestly, because. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, once after after the hard times, you always forget what what happened. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. I, I just in general, it's it's not stuff you necessarily want to remember. Yeah. Um, but the one the there's one note. Uh, there's one thought that I clearly remember from that time was like, you know, this isn't this isn't the end of the world, right? If you so there are many many things that are on your plate, and if you mess up one thing, it's not like. It's not like you're done, right? The other stuff will go on, and probably the stuff you mess mess up with will be fine in the end. It's just like it might take you a little bit longer. Yeah, at worst, you know, at worst you're gonna be set back a bit of time, or you're gonna lose X amount of money. Um, but all of you know, all of those in the grand scheme of things, how how yeah. much are they gonna imp- You know, every everybody always says, and it's a bit of a cliche probably at this point. You know, two years down the line, honestly. Are you gonna think back to this and think to yourself, "Oh my God, that was the worst thing that ever happened to me"? Yeah, I think a lot of the times uh, the anxieties are strengthened because you thought there were a lot at stake. Yeah, and there could might well be, but uh, still, the in the end is, is it really worth? Uh, is it really worth being so concerned about it? And also. If so much is at stake, um, you know, we can, the other way of thinking it, the more positive way of thinking it, we can do our best and, and th- that's it. Right, we'll we'll yeah. do our best and what happen, whatever happens is out of our control. And if there's a lot at stake and I happen to lose it, then, you know, that's how life is. Well, what my girlfriend always says is, um, and I really like this one. I don't know if she, where she got it from, but she always um, tells me, don't suffer twice. Which I think is very apt, as in, you know, if if something is going to go wrong, don't suffer now in this moment. And then also when that thing has gone wrong and you're facing the consequences, most likely those consequences are going to be very minor either way. But there's no point in if they're going to happen and worrying about them now. Um, And that's that's easier, easier said than done, I'm guessing. Um, But it's 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 something that really helps me. Yeah. One thing, yeah, I, I do, I do can see that. One thing I've learned from experience is that most of the times things are not as bad as you think, and uh, that might be only true for me. But I tend to over exaggerate the bad outcomes, and yeah. uh, even though like there's a very small chance of it happening, and you know you get like so stressed, and oh, if it does happen, like my house is gonna burn down or something like. I, I used to always have this fear of like, have I actually locked my doors? And oh. <laughs> what if someone breaks in and, and steal all my possessions? And, you know, that's, <laughs> it's, it, and then uh, throughout, throughout life, what happens was, you know, uh, I, I don't remember who told me this. It was like some, someone from work very, very long time ago. He went, you know, whatever you're worried about today, you're not going to remember this thing in a week. No, honestly. Uh, in a week, you you won't even remember what you were worried about last week, and that's 
proven true so many times. I ha- I held it as uh, I held it uh, suspicious at first, and you know, throughout the years, I've seen this at work many many times, and I could be so stressed or so uh, confused and unhappy about uh, some some bugs that I've seen today that I wasn't able to solve, but. Um, in a week's time, I don't even remember that such a bug has ever happened because no. I I would have solved it. And you know, having that sort of confidence in you, I mean, you you don't you don't get it like automatically. It, it's sort of built up by yeah. by uh, experience. But you know, just having a little bit more when you do, when you do something well, you know, give yourself a pat on the back and just cultivate this kind of. Uh, confidence on yourself and when there is a uh, anxiety in you just tell yourself like i can't handle this this is gonna be fine i can't handle it now perhaps but you know in a week or in two weeks this isn't gonna be a problem yeah um, just I'm, have I'm, that faith in you and i'm guessing a lot of this is probably like just experience in life mm. um you know I, i'm definitely not at the point yet where i have that amount of confidence in myself i would say oh no um, <laughs> no no okay. so, yeah no, no i'm not saying you have but um, like that's probably something that kind of as you go through life you gotta you gotta collect those those moments of worry and then kind of reflect on them afterwards and think back to yourself yeah that was bullshit. Well, actually, at some point my counselor in university recommended um, every time you're like worried about something, you know, write it down and write down how worried you are about it, and then after it's over write down how bad it actually was and like compare those scores i've never actually done it but it sounds like a very it sounds really fun actually and it, and it does sound like the kind of thing where if you if you kind of start seeing that pattern in yourself where you always over dramatize things yeah i know it's it's a sort of like telling yourself uh telling your old self actually that you know you've misjudged it yeah and, you know and most of the times you've they've most misjudged it to the to the to the worst. And yeah, I don't think I've ever not misjudged something to be honest. Yeah. you know what though? Because there there's something I was really impressed about you and uh, in university where you were so chill about all the exams. Oh, that's that's um, survival strategy. Because <laughs> because you know what happens usually is before the exams, um, I will be studying and then and then I would text you and be like, should we should we come to a coffee shop and do some. Do some papers and do some revision together. You always come, but like a little bit, <laughs> sit there for like two hours and be like, "I think we, I think we got this." And then yeah. you're always the one to wrap up early. And I, to be honest, I think you were super chill throughout university about like all exams. I haven't, I haven't seen you like being really anxious about anything. No, so I, I think with me it's a very, it's very black and white. I'm either really really worried about something or i'm not at all worried about it and exams are one of the things that i confidently step into so i don't feel the need to worry about it uh, but then loads of other stuff like my last year of uni was an absolute mess and that was probably a compound of other things that were going on in my life um but you know my dissertation for example was kind of a mess and that that got me a lot of anxiety in the end mm. Um, so you know everybody's their their own their own kind of yeah. things they their own pitfalls yeah um, and I happen to be very chill in exams <laughs> yeah that's great um, yeah. so I guess you know these are sort of the sort of the mental points that or, or mental tips that you can leverage for uh for dealing with anxiety, but uh, you know, this wouldn't be a engineering podcast without some practical tips. <laughs> and um, one of the things that I've seen people use a lot, uh, I've read about this extensively. Um, I've even tried it myself, but it just hasn't paid off for me that much. Is uh, you know, breathing exercises. Where uh, I actually read a book. I, I don't know if I have the book still. Oh, I do actually. Uh, <laughs> I actually wrote, uh, read a book about this uh, topic where it's just like a, it's almost like a children's book where they just tells you, uh, you know, relax, breathe, and also like just focus on breathing yeah. only and don't think about anything. Just think about your breath and um, which is close to meditation, but it's a, it's 
a bit more for a relaxing purpose. Yeah, so, I've, I've never been able to do the whole meditating thing. Yeah. I don't have the patience for it, I don't think. But breathing, just, you know, whenever you do get into that, that kind of fight or flight response that your body will have when you actually have proper anxiety, just breathing is a very good strategy. Um, also, I've, I've seen this, like, this only worked for me once where I was watching a movie uh, called The Intern. I don't know if you've seen this movie mm-hmm. where... <laughs> Funny enough, this is like two, two middle-aged uh, men trying to work as intern at Google and what happened. I, I'll, I'll link it in, a, in a description. It's like Owen Wilson. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, and then there's one line in the, uh, in the movie, I think, to the latter part, almost at the end, where they were just convincing this guy and be like, you know, if you take a deep breath and look up, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. Because like, the... What happened was the guy they were trying to, the person they were trying to convince was struggling in business, uh, owning a pizza place or something. I, I can't remember what exactly was the plot, but, you know, what what was said there really uh, setting for me, where they just said, you know, uh, I think it was Owen Wilson, who just said, like, you know, if you slow down, take a deep breath, and just look up there's like a lot of possibilities out there and yeah. you know you you'll be you'll be fine and um yeah that really sinking for me and uh i think when i watched that movie for the first time i was also stressed about something i i honestly can't remember see this is this is what i was talking about <laughs> like, uh and then i as as i was uh watching it i did the same and you know it felt you know i felt a lot better and yeah uh yeah and then by my forgetting of the, <laughs> of the it source it, it worked so um yeah. yeah it's it's something to explore about uh, i'll link the the movie and the um uh and the book that i was talking about yeah. um I th- yeah i should i really should have looked that's, that's a smart one then because because i i always do this when i'm when I'm cycling to uni, I always have this moment. So I cycle along the um, Hyde Park, and there's always like nice trees along there. And I'm actually just literally just breathing in the fresh spring at this point, spring ish air, and <laughs> uh, looking up at the trees and just kind of appreciating the things around you and just kind of not, not think about anything other than just what's going on. Yeah. I think that that's really nice. That's like, that's a good tip that we're gonna talk about in a bit actually i did this uh i well i accidentally did this as well uh last weekend i was just because uh, the sunday was quite a sunny day and i was i was trying to like get out of the house and uh, i was walking along this uh this back street uh next to my flat and there was just the tip of the spring i, I think this is like beginning of march and uh there's some trade blossoms that have uh, they have blossom yeah. uh, in one of in uh, in one of these back streets, and I I just stood there and looked at it, and it was like really relaxing, and yeah. I felt I felt really happy. I took a photo as well, and it's one of those movie moments, like which always looks really cheesy in the movies, um, but then actually in real life that that does kind of happen, you know, not 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 with like the the sun shining down exactly oh. on that one tree but no, it, it does no special like, effect it's not yeah. like background music <laughs> no. but it, you know you, you do kind of every now and then you do get that vibe and actually if you, if you kind of don't go looking for them but if you kind of let it happen then that's that's really chill yeah I, definitely really relaxed, definitely yeah. uh cool so that's briefing uh yeah. something that you can explore so we're gonna expand on this other point as well where um in order to combat the with the anxiety, one of the best ways is to not worry about it and, and not go at it, you know, head to head and be like, I'm gonna solve this anxiety. Yeah. Um, rather, it, it's a good it's a good approach to find other distractions, quote unquote, and um, you know, just keep yourself busy and then you don't need to think about it. Yeah. You know, and you know, I, I think it's a bit of a fine balance because if it's like a really deeply rooted thing then you can't just always keep working around it. Mm. So, you know, there's a balance there. But generally speaking, if it's a deadline type thing, then literally just do something else. Yeah. Um, that's, such, that's such good advice because you, you can't go wrong with that. You're not, you're not going to gain anything by staring at your screen for that fif- those 15 minutes that you could just be, 
you know, walking out to your kitchen, getting a glass of water, or just walking around the block. Yeah, that, um, that's what I was talking about with uh, with a, uh, another friend who's in Imperial right now for master study, and uh, I think your your girlfriend is yeah. also there. And uh, this is the time uh, close to their end of term. Yeah, where they have like lots of assignments compounded with lots of exams in the following week, yeah. and that. Uh, you know, being through that, I can tell you it's quite stressful. I mean, I haven't been through a master's study, but that's what I would have imagined. Um, yeah. No, yeah. Th- those are definitely the moments where actually running away from your worries is, yeah. for, you know, for moments at a time. I always force my, my girlfriend to take regular breaks. Uh-huh. Um, just like, yes, that's, that's 10 minutes where you're not doing anything, but actually what would you get done in those 10 minutes anyway? Mm. You should just sitting there worrying. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I. So this friend I was uh, talking about. So we we actually just I actually just pinned her and be like, do you want to like, uh, chat up over a cup of coffee or something? And then and we just like chat about things because I think she is she is joining Google later in this year oh, uh, once she graduates. So, uh, so it's you know it's nice to keep some contact. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's we just talk about you know life in general and uh afterwards i think you know she she felt you know it's a bit more open to this i mean she has to go back to work uh not to work to uni and focus back on those assignments but still uh it's a good break and i think you know i don't know if it helped with uh the progress but i hope it did (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's always good just resetting your brain yeah definitely you know actually technically breathing in and getting some oxygen back in your system Mm -hmm. stops you from jerking out yeah no it's um yeah underrated taking breaks and there's a shameless plug for me uh if you want to find some stuff to some sort of distraction for you check out last week's episode on the hobbies that we did um (laughs) It's a great it's a idea. Good, yeah, it's a good tip on yeah. how to find something for yourself. <laughs> All according to plan, this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I actually wrote a separate point here. Um, I was reading, I was reading uh, from, uh, from the forums the other day, and there was someone talking, writing about the same uh, issue about anxiety, and then their way of dealing with it is actually blogging. So either they would blog about their anxiety itself, or like, I'm worried about this kind of stuff, blah, 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 which is like, you know, uh, writing it down, as we said before. Yeah, I guess that kind of goes it. back to that same thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what's, uh, the other good point is because you, I mean, depends on how comfortable you are with like sharing this kind of stuff, but this person is comfortable and they shared, um, through their blogs and what happened is other people will read it and um, people who have been through that or been through similar situations will chime in and you know uh, sort of give you tips or if not just you know give um, solidarity on on you know yeah being in the situation and telling you it's gonna be all right I think in general when you when you have this kind of thing going on people are your best friends because um, you know just having someone tell you it'll be fine. It always sounds a bit pointless, but in the end, I, I at least for me, it does kind of, it, it does kind of help. Yeah. And I feel, I, I know of myself that I, I used to always isolate myself when I'm getting anxious, but actually it's, it's, it works way better for me to go out and just talk to people, even if it's not about what I'm going through, just talking to people and, yeah. Um, this, yeah, this was something, uh, that, in the beginning of uh, of me and Caprice's relationship, we had to work out quite a bit, where um, she would get stress, uh, she would get anxiety from some stuff, because uh, that was a, that was a changing time for her, to be honest. Uh, so, but what she does is she just kind of bottled it up and without like telling anybody, yeah, uh, not even to me, and uh, so we have to we had to work through that, and fortunately I was able to con- convince that you know uh talking to me uh i mean her problems will not worry me per se uh you know we are a team and you know it's okay and um and the fact that she has expressed it to another person and i was able to you know tell her you know it's gonna be all right and uh you know having that consolation 
uh, said to you, it's it's really powerful in in you know helping you getting through it. In you know maybe it's it's something very psychological. It doesn't really because me saying it's gonna be alright doesn't mean it's gonna actually be alright. But no. still, um, from the person who's having the anxiety, uh, from their side, you know. It's a, it's a good hope. It's it's something to yeah. hope for, right? It's, you know, and if uh, if enough people tell you it'll be fine, then surely at some point your brain will kind of start to like I don't I don't know anything about brains, but yeah, no, I mean I, I wouldn't you know the whole placebo thing. I reckon your brain is better at solving problems than you actually think it might be. Yeah, I mean for for us, you know, for like stuff that she was worried about. Some of it turned out to be fine, and we were happy about that. Some of it turned out to be not actually too fine, and there were problems, and uh, we were still able to work through it. And yeah. you know, ha- it's just a matter of um, acceptance and uh, and also like expressing it out. Yeah, yeah just um, so yeah. yeah one one good tip here is. If you're feeling stress, if you're feeling anxiety, talk to your friends and talk to, uh, talk to your family. Your family will always listen. And uh, yeah, I, I probably uh, didn't say this to my family enough, but I'm really grateful for their yeah. listening to my bitching all these years. <laughs> <laughs> talk to family, but I would also say like, don't be embarrassed to talk to professionals either. Um, I feel like I feel like it's in some people's eyes it's a taboo. Yeah, like that it's a weakness uh, especially um, in asian uh, yeah like, i reckon that might actually be worse there yeah. but I, uh, friends of mine have actually I've, I've told them like go find someone to talk to that actually you know c- can actually help you because um, sometimes it's not enough to talk to your friends and write it down and take a breather sometimes you're doing it someone and that's fine mm-hmm. um yeah so just that, you know uh, don't be afraid to seek help uh that's really just the point here and yeah. Uh, be it professional help or otherwise, yeah. um, just oh, you can always ask, right? If people say, "Oh, uh, I would like to help you," and I I understand, I sympathize with your pain, but I, you know, that's about it. And you are, uh, you and you require more, uh, you know, in that point, you know, maybe talk yeah. to someone who's actually qualified to do, yeah. <laughs> to discuss these things. We're with. qualified for a reason, so yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's another point uh, that I wrote here, which this this um, I I'm a bit hesitant on t- of listing it here because this has only worked in fiction and not in real life. Uh, <laughs> where uh, I don't know if it is true. I'll try to hang it down. There's a saying in Hungary. Uh, uh, I don't know what the actual uh, translation is, but so the saying was it it is shameful to walk away from challenges but it's useful okay that's an interesting one um so i guess the the uh sentiment was you know you can take a break and it's there's no sort of uh it's it's perhaps a bit hard for you or for hard for anybody to accept defeat or accept setbacks but you know it's okay to to take a step back and uh again like this has only happened in fiction i i have not had this kind of type of uh experiences um i mean I, that's I not true right because like we've all have failures in our lives and you know you just try to like look back up from you know from yeah. from where you fell and uh i don't know if that's what the what the saying is trying to, I mean, I'm not Hungarian. But yeah, it, it sounds. Yeah, it, it sounds like it's more applicable to more dramatic things than we were talking about. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I can I can sort of see that. You know, but so sometimes fighting fighting the inevitable is not going to help you anyway. So you might as well just kind of yeah go with the flow. My my feeling has always been, you know, to the very very worst case, that you are going to like things are going to turn out badly. Um, you know, just accept it, and uh, yeah. you know, it's it's perhaps not the best uh look to to shy away from from a challenge or from something that was expected of you. But you know, it's um expectations can be motivating and also devastating. Yeah. Right. 
Uh, it's all a matter of like uh, what is expected. And also, you don't really get to set what is expected of you. Some it's mostly uh, yeah, determined by other people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, yeah. I guess this this one probably isn't more. Uh, it's it's not as applicable as others. Yeah. Uh, but just have that in mind. I guess like in sometimes when you when things are inevitably gonna fail and just um, you know accept it and yeah. you know you'll just, be you'll be all right and, and just you can always come back up. I think that's the gist of it. You'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be all right. We'll all be all right. <laughs> it's yeah. such a such a good topic to pick in this time of year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. I was wondering if you were expecting me to actually bring a personal story and I was like, you know, what's bringing me anxiety? Talking about anxiety. <laughs> That's actually, or like the coronavirus right now, That's actually anxiety inducing. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's good. I, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's not the, again, it's not the hottest of topics. No. Uh, but I, I do feel like it is something, especially now where, where this, in sort of a verge of a pandemic and also a lot of things getting affected by it. people are having anxieties uh, about because of this and oh. uh, for us you know we do feel it as well and uh, but you know there are uh, I'm not saying that we've we've uh, sort of handled it perfectly but <laughs> we, we are handling it and yeah. uh, so can you and you know I think the yeah again just to bring it back to the point from the beginning where uh, a lot of everybody will have anxiety and you know it's just a matter of controlling it and uh, handling it you, yeah you can't eliminate it for sure oh. Oh. Uh, but you can also always handle it and just uh, you can learn to live with it yeah um, it's I'm, not always a bad thing also it's no. it's just that you know uh, don't let it become a uh, a negative aspect in you and oh. uh, there are many many ways to deal with it and uh, just a personal touch on this and uh, out of everything that we've discussed which tip do you think is the, the best the, the most useful for you um, I'm gonna say talking to people that's that's the one that like I didn't I didn't do naturally Mm. And I slowly got into it, and that's that's really made a difference to me. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm I'm actually fairly all right on that. I mean, the, <laughs> I've gone through an emo phase where I didn't want to talk <laughs> to anybody. Uh, you you'll go for it. Like if you haven't, you it's it's there. <laughs> it's coming around the corner. Uh, just, just wait till you're forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. So after that, I think, uh, I mean, I. Used to be quite outgoing, quite um, extroverted, but now I'm a bit more introverted because of what has befallen me. And, <laughs> but still, I I don't shy away from talking, um, talking about uh, my problems to people. Sometimes, uh, actually, I think a couple of years back, uh, someone told me that you know you 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 uh, you complain too much. <laughs> you you don't have to listen. I'm not gonna say what I want to say. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, for me, uh, I don't know. I think for me though, I I'm a bit more um, practical type of, uh, type of person. I think you know what changes in your mind always ch- always starts with action. Oh. So I I actually want like I actually like a bit more practical tip here, which is you know trying to find trying to find distractions and other things that to keep uh, keep you busy. Uh, personally, I, I find music to be quite a soothing, uh, gateway yeah. <laughs> from, from, uh, from stress and especially stress from work. And, um, I tend not to, I've, I've grown not to listen to music while coding, uh, which means when I'm listening to music, it's when I'm not coding and when I'm just relaxing and, okay, that's cool. um, yeah, so that, that's been, uh, that's been a change that I've made recently and it's proven very, very useful. Uh, I mean, do whatever you like if you want. <laughs> if you like listening to music while going and do that. And, um, but yeah, or you can, another thing that I've seen people do is they, 
they would listen to they would like listen to normal music or like stuff that they like and uh, you can reserve a particular genre uh, for example like classical music just for chilling out I've seen the I've seen the polar I've seen people use, using death metal to chill out but <laughs> <laughs> if it works for you then yeah sweet around right yeah just like AC AC blasting out from the headphones that I can listen that I can also hear from my feet away <laughs> but yeah. do do you um, do something um, other than uh, thinking about it I guess yeah and there's there's probably a point where it's you've thought about it enough and to go beyond that is um, will only bring you pain I guess yeah alright cool uh, so that's this week's episode and uh, I realized when I was editing last week's episode I ended very abdu- uh, abruptly because I <laughs> there's there's a fair bit of BTS that we cut out <laughs> <laughs> alright um, yeah I, I think <laughs> I've, I've said my I've said Capri's name so many times during this episode Oops. I almost feel like this is this is an episode for her but you know um, it is uh, <laughs> But still, I think for uh, anybody else uh, listening to this, there's something in the episode that will be useful to you from from our experiences. Just um, have a listen, and if you have something that you disagree on, or I've missed anything, or we've missed anything of importance, um, definitely let us know in the comments. Uh, I'm actively working on dealing with all of my uh, stressful things. Uh, yeah okay cool so thank you very much for joining in and let us know about your episode uh, your uh, thoughts and comment on anything that we missed this episode is on YouTube and also on Spotify Google Play podcast and iTunes so all of them find us anywhere you have I've I've spent so much time getting all this <laughs> I, I feel proud to announce this (laughs) (laughs) okay cool thank you very much yeah see See you you next week not next week because I'm not here next week but yeah they're not gonna know that well yeah (laughs) but I'm not gonna see them next week we can do (laughs) (laughs) okay see you not next week see you next week (laughs) I'm still saying that (laughs) 